All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And away we go. Another uh, exciting edition of the show is on the way today. I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. Today's going to be a good one. That's what you're feeling in your bones? That's what I'm feeling. Not chill? Uh, That arthritis and Uh, gout. All of the above, I'm feeling deep down in my bones uh, here on the 20th of June. Can't be right, Dean. That's got to be a typo. Summer solstice. Just around the corner. Right, tomorrow? right there tomorrow oh baby yeah yeah now you want to have a huge party well i just thought How we should do something together? yeah i'm in i think you grab a bag of zooms and give her yes march into the forest and stay up till the sun goes down a bag mm. of zooms zippy zamzow yeah. zoomy 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 where does one get those oh, colorado right. yeah <laughs> into the forest you can pick them yourself right. forest that's right please consult a zoomy expert before picking your own yeah i don't uh yeah, we don't need to go down that. All right. No, How are we doing, everybody? It's uh, it's a chilly one here, Retro. Ugh. Pinder has declared it a soup day. Official soup day. All right. What uh, what flavor uh, and what are we going with here, fellas? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the pub about eight blocks to the south of here and see what the soup of the day is. And if they fail to be up to what I believe will be a good soup of the day for this horrible, wet, cold, windy day, I'll move to another establishment. I'm not going to be waiting around. Good boy, good. It's it, a soup day. It's very low, low tolerance. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm low not soup tolerance. Yeah. Sorry, I just turned my weather app on six. And what? And windy. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. 
And that's okay. pretty much what it was yesterday, uh, unfortunately, for the... While uh, you were smashing driver down the fairway, dead center? Uh, not a lot of fairway dead center, but yeah. Smashing driver. What was... Uh, the trees. Mm-hmm. So tell us about the event. It was a... Uh, well, it was the Rocky of- Mountain Rotary uh, Charity Golf Tournament, which mm-hmm. is great. A lot of Cochrane boys out there. Uh, the young fellas out there supporting. Tons of alums saw Patter, Glenny. Dylan Dubé was there, not an alumni, a current player, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Kalanos was there. A uh, bunch of fellas. Um, I think Wes Lysak was there from the stands. Oh, boy, Wes. Lots of, uh, lo- I mean, on and on and on. The list goes, including uh, some pals and partners. And a great day was kind of had. I mean, everything that they can control went perfectly. Yeah. Right? You can't order the weather. So I felt bad for that. I also felt bad for the gal on the 10th tee box whose tent flew up and Shattered the windshield of a display car on the tee box. Tough day to be a promo girl and or golfer. Insurance. Let's hope so. That's why we have it. It's a complique. Is that not the God, Rhett? Or what do we, what's the insurance company? Is there a video of that? That would be something to see. No, we showed up just after and um, yeah. Tears? No, just a lot of dismay. So whose fault is this? Because I didn't start the wind and I put the sandbags (laughs) on the legs and I didn't park the car there and. Well, we just parked the car here, and we didn't put the tent up, and we didn't order the wind either. Who parked that car there? I mean, it's supposed to be a, a display yeah. model. It's supposed to be on the tee box. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was worried for both sides. There was not a lot of confidence in what the outcome would be. So a chilly day, windy, cold, and yes. you had? Shorts on. Right. It was not a short stay. I was trying to will it. Yeah. Uh, Anthony from Village was trying to will it as well. Uh, he was... Smart enough to have the audible to put the rain pants over his shorts when needed, yeah, whereas yeah. I was stuck in shorts for six hours. I'm surprised. I thought six. Uh, you'd be better better prepared for stuff like that. Well, I had to shed a couple layers of the Wolverine because he showed up with a hoodie and uh, Air Jordans on. <laughs> so I was deep into my stash of yeah. supplies. But I, he's I, you from know what? Alberta, right? Like he's yeah, you know, he's moving right now, and he's like, oh, that shit's in my garage. <laughs> yeah, so we right. had to loan some stuff for him. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, for the uh, for the Rotary, because uh, now we were talking with money. Sheldon from uh, over at Gray Eagle. He yeah. is part of that, and he's the chair. He's the, the chair, and fancy. it's it's multiple charities. It's one of those Tons, things. It's like, yeah. well, now this, you know, now this group needs some mm-hmm. help, and this group, and now this yeah. group. It's kind of like an sent- all encompassing good guys. We were sending some kids to camp yesterday with oh, the silent good. auction. That was great. Some people are going to Hawaii, deep sea fishing trips. Uh, Steelers, Raiders in Vegas, November. There was all kinds of great things going on. Bills, Raiders, and Buffalo. That was not an item there, but I think we should look into that, Rhett. Just saying. Wait till that's Which team schedule. will Stefan Diggs be playing for that day? Oh, okay. dear. Is that still contentious? Didn't he show up? Oh, there's up? plenty of turmoil in Buffalo. For yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be so good and tight knit. I read this morning he would like uh, what some input on the play calling. That's kind of the, the latest thing. That's an thing interesting now. ask. Yeah. Well, at least they got that new stadium with no roof coming. <laughs> Is it too late to put a lid on it, or can they? Oh dear. Did they? Because they started digging, right? This is our billion. This is our big idea, you guys. We're going to design know. an inflatable, movable roof. Roof. <laughs> right. Ah, roof. Put a roof on it. They're going to be able to just drone it up there. Plop it in place when need be. I think he's already done the mushrooms. Yeah, I think so. The zoomers. (laughs) 
breakfast zoomers. You're t- we could do it. We could do it. We know you see that sometimes. Uh, the stampeders have it, right? You have those big. Uh, it's like a big hair dryer thing, and it inflates yes. the, yeah. the stampeders. They run out of them, and you yeah. see them all the time. Just make it really big with a bunch of hair dryers, and then it comes Seems easy. It only needs to cover a seventy thousand seat stadium. With uh, you know good weather, I right? said lots of hair dryer. I'm I'm with you. I mean, Rhett would know more about the climate there. I'm a little worried. What happens when you get this snow effect of like two meters of snow on an inflatable roof? But maybe yeah, it's deflated in, at the time. I don't know. Wasn't it in Minnesota and Detroit at the domes there where the snow just broke right through? He's muted right now. I think he's trying to the get blow dryers. <laughs> the blow dryers are hot air, right? So hot air to keep it warm. The snow it's going to melt the snow. It just slides off for. Jesus, it's yeah. not difficult. I feel like you could solve Buffalo's climate issues right now. Like, let's turn this into a tropical locale. Just keep those dryers running. There's no issues right now. It's beautiful. Yeah, there not here. Go. Share some. Uh, we are here in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Tower Chrysler. Southern Alberta's number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer. I checked in with Serge. I said, Serge, we need yep. a sugar slash red meat update yeah that's true um i didn't get one but but uh but i did get this our boy he uh he's out enjoying his best life that is him oh let make him guess can you just can you decipher there retro who is to mr fear one of the greatest all right that That is is hall of fame goaltender and as most people remember him a former flame goaltender Mm -hmm. flames great grant fear is he in the rafters i believe he is is what Fear in the rafters, obviously. A, yeah, you a, put his number up there. Damn what right. What a run for the Flames. Mm-hmm. Smiling like Grant Fear would. You know what? Yeah. They should just do it to be dicks to Edmonton. That'd be awesome. Yep. They're retiring all the Grant Fear's number up. Steve Smith's yeah. going up. That would be the one. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Yeah. Because he was huge here. contributor to Flames Smith, playoffs. Fear combo. It's going to be a big night oh, down yeah. at the Dome. Yeah. So good. So there's, yeah, Surge is in Palm Springs and sleeve on all Surge. Apparently. Jeez. Oh, it's on both. If if you see the next photo, so that's his right arm, got oh, on yeah. both sides. Look yeah. at Serge. That Jesus. is uh, Riker Evans, the Calgary. Why kid. is he down there suckholing with like the uh, Calgary kid? I don't know that he's suckholing. I, I think don't he's know what that means down there enjoying uh, Some great playoff hockey, Dean. We told what it's it's six and rainy here. He's in Palm Springs. Yeah, really. Yeah, Are Palm we Springs that? would be like forty. It yeah. ain't no good in June, mid June. I know what I'd prefer: hanging out in a rink in Palm Springs. Perfect. Why is he in a rink? Because it's the finals of the AHL. Oh, there's. I thought it was there's, over. My kid told me Hershey won the AHL. Well, so it was 3-0 out of the gate for Coachella Valley. Um, I think. No, hang on. Well, game one, 5 nothing. Game two, 4 nothing. They lost game three in overtime. So at that point, it's 2-1. Two 2-1. To one. Two to one. My bad. So I missed that. Then the Bears win one. Now it's even. Steven 2-2. Two two. Then one nothing in overtime. Jesus. 3-2. And uh, they won last night to force... Game seven. game seven on Wednesday. Be back there. It will be at Coachella Valley. Yeah. It's still the most idiotic three, two, three. schedule ever. Uh, three, two, three, two. Two, three, two. Whatever two, three, two. It's not a best of five. But uh, yeah, Evans, I believe, is a Regina Pat. He was a Regina Pat. I was, uh, everyone's looking at Bedard the year before what his draft. What kind of it's good too. blowhard? Uh, I don't want to speak ill of Surge, but... Turncoat this far up the Oilers. I told them I said I watching down there frolicking and hanging out with or is this circumstantial or did he go to you know was he down there? They just happened to be playing. I could okay, whatever. 
did he but say? But if he's down there on purpose, ooh. Well, didn't he say he was kind of connected with Evans? Didn't? Yeah. Somehow, some way our... they'd met. So uh, that's probably what it is down Palm Springs. Hey, the kids playing for this thing, and we'll go to a game and meet him after that sort of thing. Yeah, is Seattle's Evans? farm team. Yeah. And he's like, oh look, there's Grand Fury. I'm gonna get a photo. It doesn't really crack and farm team. Snap and towels, eh, Serge? Oh, dear. That's not the right video. Nope. You sent me the wrong video? Nope. The one you have up there is the wrong video. I With the have, nose and the I mouth. Screen. At least that's right. any videos at all. We played that one already. Okay. Can Take a look. Um, so, yeah, Serge living a good life, looking good. I'm From the looks of it, still off sugar. Looking lean. Looking really fit. Mean, lean. Yeah. I'm worried about the red meat, though. If he's off sugar, red meat's going to be a boof. Careful, Serge. That's a temple all of a sudden. That's the only one in there, boom. <sighs> I see. More red meat, please, and thank you. Talk amongst yourselves. If you yeah, we had lots of red meat on the course yesterday, Retro. Burgers, courtesy well of the Grey Eagle and the ninth tee box. And then uh, steaks afterwards, more burgers on other holes. How was the course? You'd never played there. I hadn't played Bear's Paw. I think I'd caddied it as a kid. I was quite impressed. There's a few holes that are blind, so it's a bit of target. But it, I'd been told, oh, you're not going to use your driver. I was like, no, that's not true. There was lots of you know, lines you could take. And I guess if you'd never played it before, it'd be a little like, where do I go here? But God, we had one guy that played it six years ago. He knew exactly the plan everywhere. It was great. I thought that was a better course than I was expecting. A big shout out to their uh, head pro, Mike. Mike finished third in our master's pool and such a good guy gave everyone around at uh, Bears Paw that finished top five in our master's pool. Just out of the goodness of his own That's heart. Unbelievable. He was working the mic. He was doing a great job out there. Oh boy, Mike. Oh boy, Mike. So nice of him. My I'd kid get... broke a club yesterday, so I beat him with it. Oh, dear. Did Can't you joke about that? <laughs> Retro. Jesus, right. You want to cross a border here soon? Jeez. What are you doing? Come on, he's doing. You just cleared your name. Broke a club. Ah, no. I wasn't there. Must have been messing around. Then the shoveler picked him up, and he was just like, oh, I'm in trouble. What's the matter? I broke a club. Threw it. So what, kids golfing in from, school or golfing on their from night? Now they're out. They're done. Oh, is that right, eh? It's why it was going to be travel week this week. Yeah. It's still not travel week. He's still in Buffalo. You've got a big grad this week? Did I, uh... Well, that's part of the reason that the uh, the big rig hasn't hit the road. I was told in no uncertain terms terms that yeah. you'll be attending the grade eight grad. Grade eight grad. No, do they go to high school in grade nine there? Is that why that's yeah. a big deal? Okay, I get that. Freshman, sophomore, junior, junior, senior. Four. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we had the same. There was what some... did you do in Sask, right? So we were the same in Sask, but in Calgary, I think it's Yeah, we got the junior high here. It's different. So you go one to six, then seven eight nine, and then I like that 12. better. Just trying to imagine being in grade eight and having grade oneers running around, where it's like, you know, junior high, that's like seven, eight, nine. Bang. Yeah. But that's what I grew up with. So obviously, yeah. 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 I hear you. You only know what you know. You only know what you know. There's a lot we don't know. It's true. More every day, it feels like. Heard you guys chatting when I was I driving. I'm up. not going in no, to see no damn Titanic. Man, that's shits. Yeah, that didn't feel like a. The safest of touristy plans, did it? Did you see the, uh, somebody yeah. tweeted me or sent me a message with a interview that yeah, was they had done a on CBS about PlayStation this? joystick that runs the whole thing. A little janky. I, I would think your uh, 
your panic room in the basement there for the end days, much more organized than that thing going to the bottom. Yeah. Do we know enough to explain what it is we're talking about? Because I've seen it. I haven't. Yeah, I didn't know anything it, about so. it until it's everything on social media all of a sudden. So, so. there's a submarine you can go on. They're going to take really it down. not really a submarine. But I mean, it's going. It's it's they call it a submersible, Dean. Submersible. You shouldn't joke about it. But you can buy yeah. a ticket. A sub, this submersible. 250 grand. And Just. you go down to see the ruins, ruins of the Titan. Wreckage there, yeah. Which is apparently very, very deep. Like, this is not messing around. Now, you can't open it from the inside. You go down, you apparently look through some holes and see what's up with the Titanic, come yeah. back up. They haven't come back up and it's lost, which is not good. It's not good. But then the more you're looking at it, you're like, this operation isn't as um, airtight as I'd hope for something traveling, you know, to the bottom of the ocean. And what, have you seen what's going on? With these sharks attacking the orcas. kayakers and orcas, Not shark stuff, yeah. orcas. Come on, get I, but I no, I saw when it was a great white just Come went on. and rammed into a kayak. It's like, jeez, don't like that. What's going on in the water, boys? Stay out of the water. I was gonna say another reason not to leave your house. So I read chose Buffalo over uh, Florida. So far, scary fresh water, scary fresh water. Even the inland water is no good. Enough. So that's it, Florida. There. Jeez. Yeah. I auto that looks jankier on the inside too, which I don't know if it's scarier or less scary. What would you rather what would you be less freaked out about? What would I be less freaked out about? Allow me to explain. I'm gonna give you examples, oh. so just wait. Going down deep, deep to the depths of the ocean mm -hmm. or up into space on some Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos Ooh. mobile. Can I go on the NASA one? I feel like they are very organized. And no? They have a long-standing track record of a lot of success and checks. That's marks. the one in sync that Lance. I'm not uh, sure dude. that's true, Ryan Pinder. But well, I, I get mean, what a, you're a saying. A longer track record's all I'm saying. I feel like yeah, there's always. Although Musk does all the work for NASA now, so I don't know if if you listen to him, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I would you, go up. I wouldn't go you down. Don't, you, you don't believe that there's a partnership there and that he's it's i have no idea what the partnership is i just know that his last <laughs> one doing his last one didn't come nasty. down it just exploded <laughs> the most recent explosion was musk's i'm leaving. i like that he said it was a success i i a... thought it was an interesting take yeah mm -hmm. retro like, hmm. are you going i'm not this... doing either dean All i'll right. be yeah, damned actually... if i'm getting in that effing thing and I'll it's be... a trick question that's a good yeah. point yeah, if I'm that. going up, just keep me going because it's a one-way ticket. I, the thing about up, <laughs> the thing about up is, is you think you're going up when it's over. You're dying in a blink if you're going up. There's no like, oh, I'm just going to fall forever. Like you're dead. It explodes. You're in space. You're dead. Or the thing exploded and you're dead. This could be like, don't. Oh, right. Yes, we know. Like, don't. Don't. By well, the way, I hope it exploded. If please Anything. yeah if they're not coming back it would please collapse too. under the pressure of the ocean and die instantly don't yes. do the other option we're not going to talk about go up not down oh no stop it is that the that's thing? the playstation yeah. remote and that's the remote oh. ps4 that's not a good idea don't do that i got some nine point. hours they were supposed to be in that too like nine Three down ago. and six around. Well, I guess I don't know about technically. That's what I read. But uh. so, where do you think your cutoff is for daredevil shit? I don't like this at all. I so did. If, if I that, did. If going I into space or to the bottom of the ocean is kind of whoa, how far back do we have to scale it before it's like you know what? Yeah, I. I'd okay, so skydive. That's probably no chance. Bungie. No, 
Okay, so I've done my, I've reached my pinnacle for bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, I bungeed <laughs> off a bridge in South Africa. Yep. And I dove with such great whites. I, I mean, it was in a whatever the cage, cage, a, cage. No, I was going to say tank, not tank. And that cage. was in South Africa too? In South Africa. Hans by. Okay, what was the first one? Bungee. Bun- I bungeed off a bridge in Africa as well. Okay. Bungee's the around your ankle, down you go. Hated, yeah. hated every effing second of it. The shoveler had it in her stupid head that we had to do this. And you literally, I'm standing there. They made me go first because they oh, knew I God. didn't do. And they're like, you, whoever's the more hesitant, they're like, you, you go first. Go. And the Last bastards, time to think about it. they try to confuse you and talk to you the whole time. Oh, yeah, where are you going? Oh, jump. <sighs> Not good. No. And so when you're falling down, approaching terminal velocity, how, what percentage of your brain is thinking you're going to die? Like 99, 50, where are you? All I was thinking is I want it over. And then I thought about halfway down. I'm like, well, you might as well open your eyes and watch it end. Yeah. So you were cold. You're in the nineties for sure. And then you probably like, well, you start coming back up. You're like, I've done it. But then you bounce around for like another minute. Yeah. Screw off. So did There's you adrenaline rush? Okay. So now before I ask you the final question, now tell me about the shark uh, tank. I was pumped about that. They've got a huge, I don't know, population of great whites off that coast. And it's famous for great whites and how many you see. Went out in this rink-a-dink boat and they threw a cage over. And then the guide or the captain started saying, okay, well, we're going to do this, blah, 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 blah. And they had a bait out there and the guy didn't even get through the spiel. And he's like, shark! And I'm, I was like George Costanza when he, the fire started. I'm pushing. I'm yeah. first. Kids and children. Out of the way. I'm going first. Yeah. I was pumped to do that. I would feel like that's quite a bit, uh, like it would be scary, but I, I like the idea of reinforced steel and being yep. still versus just free falling towards the earth yeah, at yeah. terminal velocity. So I think we have the answer, but I was going to ask you when you're done both of them, I guess specifically now, because we know you enjoyed the sharks and you were excited for it, the bungee jump. Do you have any sort of feeling of accomplishment or exhilaration afterwards that you're glad you did that? That was awesome. Yeah. At the time you're like, let's do it again. You know, really? It's yeah. It's an adrenaline rush, but. I was gonna say you'd be like jittering, like you had fifteen coffees. I know, right? Jesus, shoveler be all frisky, rubbing you down. Jeez, it's a mental know. mind f, that's for sure. Because you're yeah. standing on the ledge, and you're like, your brain is like, don't no, do that. No, no, it's a bad no, idea, stupid. No. So, what about uh, say like in Vegas? There's at the Stratosphere, they have the carnival ride that spins roof. out over, like away from the building. Yeah. I don't even like rides of any sort, so I'm not. Mm-mm. I don't like. That's why I stay home. I don't like any of that shit. Mm. Even those uh, was it the Grand Canyon where they have the the walk? You walk out. And... It's one of those on the way up to Jasper. I know yeah, yeah, yeah. the Skywalk or Air Walk, whatever the. They have the glass floors in like uh, CN Tower in Toronto. That yeah, you can look down in Chicago. I think in the Calgary Tower here they do the same thing. I don't think I need any of that. No. But again, uh, I mean, if like, let's take you back to twenty-four-year-old boom, no kids, trying to impress a girl. How far the do you kids do? The, the kids do because even on planes, when you start bouncing around, you're like, back in the days, I guess I'll be done. Had a good run. Yeah, 
Now you're like, my damn kids. Yeah, I feel bad for the kids. God. Who's going to explain Babbitt be to my off. son? Yeah. And then you're like, Even you know what? Deep down, they'll be better off. Yeah, they'll probably rebound just nicely. I know the yeah. wife will for sure. Upgrade. She'll be jacked about this news. But the kids, uh, even they might be uh, just fine with it, frankly. What about you? What's the extent of your daredevilness? Uh, I don't know that I've done anything too crazy. Um, I went caving, which at the time I thought was pretty normal. And then you heard that story out of the Philippines. And you're like, that's an absolute nightmare. Like how that's not a major motion picture already. It's yeah. got to be in production. Like when that soccer team in the Philippines goes caving yeah, and there's yeah. all kinds of raining and they get flooded and trapped and under behind an underground river in a cave for like two, three days, whatever it was. Oh my God. I just keep thinking about what went, would have gone wrong if I was still stuck in a cave in Austria a day later. It was in Austria. Yeah. Yeah. We did it in, I guess it was like Canmore Banff area and they had mm -hmm. this one section. So caving it's, you just, you walk in the mountain Okay. And it's just, you know, it's been hollowed out by water and that over the years. Uh, and you, again, you're putting trust in the people that are with you. A lot. This, your life. This Sherpa or whatever the friggy is. Okay. So you're getting us out. There was this one part of it. They called it the laundry chute. Oh. And you basically just kind of, so you're, you sit down, you put your feet into the hole and then you kind of start to shimmy yourself. <laughs> and then you're just basically standing straight up but your feet aren't on anything and you're just kind of in and Wig you have to just kind of wiggle down, do this sort of thing. And uh, you slowly wiggle your way down and then like you that. feel your feet touch the bottom and then you got to kind of kick your feet out and then Ugh. you're down to your, to your bum and you kind of keep going. Well, trust there, Dean. I don't need to do that again. No, because I know in Canmore, there's a, they actually have a place that's in a cave where they do concerts and stuff, which would be epic, but that in out, I don't know. I don't know about that. How how far was the the scooching underground there? Like time. It, well, it was. Come on. You're you're trying to. We were in inside. It was over an hour. Yeah. But that and you you didn't have to do that part. I think there was a long way around. Sure. You could do, but it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna do this. Water shoot, yeah. It's gonna be it's like, oh. And then it's like, I got a bit of girth here. You sure? Just a bunch of daredevils. <laughs> you sure about this? I. uh I did have a big lunch. I'm not sure if this is the best idea, but I survived the laundry shoot. I don't know that I need, I, I don't need to skydive. How about skydiving? But you got the, the dude, the dude on the back. I got to do that. I mean, if you've got an instructor or a pro, it's going to be hard to mess up. I'd hope. I feel like your probability of success is much higher. Retro. Can I sell you on two man uh, skydive? No, I not anymore. The answer is no. Okay. Yeah, I think like a cliff jump from like five to ten meters right now. That's all I got left in me. That's it. Into some water. A lot of people yeah, around. I'm a five meter I'm, board at the that's, pool. That's, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, this summer, it. I'm gonna take you guys to Strathmore. We're gonna go running with the bulls. Ugh. I'd buddies do that in Pamplona two two summers like the ago actual, in Spain. I the real one. They're all wearing I, Every stride hurt. I actually <laughs> said to the person I live with, I'm like, I can't even run. It's painful. No, I'm out. No. Yeah, I am not very uh, elusive anymore. 
There's maybe a time you, you think. You want some agility? I'm kind of shifty. I can get side to side, all right? But the word is in Spain, the move is, is it's a winding road, right? It's cobblestone. Yeah. And so they've got these hoofs on the cobblestone. It's not good. So you have to stay on the inside of the turns because they slide around every corner and wipe out into the walls. Yeah, they miss so the So if you're apex. on the outsides of the turns, yeah. you're just getting destroyed by like a two-ton animal. Yeah, except for that one idiot. Then you that get that one max version of bulls. Remember that one video where the guy avoided the one spun around who thought he got away and plowy right in the chest? Oh. You don't want to get gored. Getting gored would be a horrible experience. That'll like be another word. one. Just let, make it quick. Yeah, make it gored. Quick. Like there's, there's, they've got a word for it. Yes, gored. Not good. Not like gored from the hip. Gored from like a horn through you. Yeah. What is a, the other gourd? Like it's like a... That's a don't, don't you fill it with potpourri at christmas or something yanni gourd yanni gourd yanni gourd well there, now going back to your shark thing did you see the video from a couple of weeks ago i think i had of the guy the, the russian dude yes Ooh, i think i missed this there's a shark in a restaurant about lunch it's not good the shark oh yeah ate the yeah, guy yeah. right offshore gonzo uh, australia mate a lot of that speaking of australia why don't we do that now, Jack? Let's try. Go right near the end there, right before, uh, right before the Betway, I had that video. This is Rhett from. We've played this. Days, no, or? we've we've talked about these before, and I've not. I would love to get to Australia one day. Right? Have you been? You've been twice. Well, I love it. Yeah, and obviously you've been Pinder a couple times with uh, Mama Bear from there. And I think it would. You see kangaroos. Mm-hmm. Are they everywhere? Like, is it just kind of, it's, it's like seeing deer? It's Depends disgusting. where you are, but yes. Like if you were living in Jasper or Bam for Canmore, you'd see deer all the time. And so certain parts of Australia, there's just kangaroos running around yeah. like you'd see deer. And to this point in, in your life, I feel like when you're a kid and that's, you see them in cartoons or whatever, it's all like little, the little roux in the pocket and the pouch. In Joey, the little kangaroo, they little Joey. Oh, it's so cute. We're learning that kangaroos are assholes, right? Big time assholes. Yeah. Look at this. This video came up. Some people just trying to uh, enjoy themselves. They go to a koala park because koalas are cute. Yeah, they are. And now I don't know if these a-holes are just allowed to run around. But look at the... she got the Doritos in her pockets. What's going look on? Look at here? the balls on this guy. He wants to fight. And he's oh, yeah, like, all right. That, that's it's likes enough. to fight guy. It's likes to fight kangaroo That's an Aussie guy. for sure, that dude. He's not messing around. And what? now it's I'm going to kick you. The feet are what? Look out. You see the size of those legs? They're not messing around. You get on those hind legs, look out. It's like Marty Jelena there. Jeez. Huge trunk. Massive. Oh, he's got the cold on there, yeah. And I give this guy credit. Standing up for his wife. Because you would think, uh, we had, uh, I don't know if we played it, but you've seen the one where the, I think the kangaroo has the dog. Oh, man. And the guy runs up and just gives him a right cross right in the jib, and he finally drops the dog. I hate those things. They freak me out. Yeah, I don't weird. need I don't need any part of it. And look at him. Hey, you want some of me? You want some of me? What would he sound like? How would he be? Oh, right, mate, you want a piece of this? <laughs> Step right up. Let's go, bitch. Where's Ozzy Brad? Ozzy Brad wouldn't look at him. I know. I don't like this. He wouldn't be dealing with any of this. No, he'd be. He's he's gonna be telling you. Got to get on the aggressive boom. Keep punching. Look at. I think I would now. I would drill that thing. I, yeah, I, it's time. It's time. It's definitely time. I might give him a body shot. Before he lands one of those hooves, those legs are huge. Now, if you kick him in the balls, are there balls? I don't know if that's male or female. I think they're going to feel something there, yeah. 
He just won't let him. That's it. This guy's not intimidated. I like I, this is impressive behavior. I'd be climbing a tree right now. Ooh, and what's that thing in the background? Stalking. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to come slap fest. We need that thing to go and slap fest. That's right. So what we need, boom, if we're going to introduce you to kangaroos, you got to start with the wallabies because it's basically this, but they're like miniature. It's like, um, if all you saw were dogs that fit in purses, you couldn't really be afraid of dogs. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's the, the, the wallaby is your nice entry point to kangaroos here. And they're always on Nan's lawn. Yeah. If you get up early in the morning and you can't sleep, they're out chewing on her grass. What about your Muay Thai experience, Red? Is I there a kick that thing's deep, ass? Deep. Oh, that deep. lady. That lady was handing out some no, you don'ts. Yeah, Not you around don't. here, that's mister. Right. Listen, you little punk. Control your GD kangaroo lady. Koalas are great, though. They got a kangaroo thing by They Vern, eat them BC. over there, too, you know. Yeah. They, they kangaroo steaks. Yeah. Wow, they just trying to get rid of these assholes. Let's <laughs> all eat the meat. Do something with it. Seriously. Can we marinate it? Can we, is this edible? Yeah. Kill these assholes. I feel like it'd be very uh, gamey. I, yeah, I think I had it. It was just, really? yeah, it was a meat. It wasn't special, but it's like if you get enough onions and is it a little more tender in the, and all in kinds the midriff? Because I got to think that you don't want to be eating those legs. Those are disgusting very, animals. Very I hate chewy. Them. Yeah. Not, not the best. Now, the, the hand things, are they sharp? Have they got claws? I don't know if claws is the right terminology. I don't know. That one uh, from years ago looked scary. That yes. Thing. It looked like a dude dressed up as a kangaroo. He had the... a six pack. Yes. He was friggin' ripped. It was like one of those half that humans, was... half animals from the Greek mythology. It yeah. was spooky. He was taking on John Jones in the octagon. <laughs> this guy's fucking scary looking. So I, I uh, you know, it's... I, I don't need kangaroos in my life either now. There is a place in Vernon. You can literally walk up, and it's a huge fenced area, like an acreage kind of thing, and there's like 50 of them. You can go walk amongst really? them. Really? That's a very atypical response. To You're going to struggle in Australia, Dean. Yeah, you are. Struggle. There's, a, there's a lot of things. They're very dangerous. Content. Yeah. On very the scary dangerous. spectrum, kangaroos at the, the green light end, not the red light end. The red light end is like the spiders the size of your face. Snakes. A lot of snakes. Dingoes. Dingoes eat babies, sharks, jellyfish, jellyfish, yeah, blue bottles, crocodiles. Is it crocs out there, mate? Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, salt water. Alligators in Florida, crocs. Is that Australia. right? Eh? Mm. A lot of killing. <sighs> Shit. Yeah, wildfires. Guess I guess I'll just stay guess home. You'll stay, guess you'll stay home. <laughs> guess I'll just stay home. The, the other thing is, if you're, it's not like the kangaroos are walking down Main Street either. So if you just stick to the city centers, I like your chances. Well, like Aussie Brad, what Melbourne? If we he's go... on the outskirts, though. Yeah, I mean, you, he's got a bit of land there. You can see when he's pointing over. But he's got the dog too. Like Trigger's yeah. going to let us know if some asshole kangaroo starts tromping yes. around. Trigger's going to put a chomp into some snakes if they're around the house. Oh, I don't like snakes. I hate snakes. If you don't like snakes, Oz isn't for you. That video where they're, where they're coming through the ceiling. Oh, fan. they're huge. God almighty. Well, I understood uh, you had a great Father's Day retro. You said you got into the IPAs. <laughs> and uh, you said how they, they make you sleepy. You have two or three and they make you sleepy. Very. Which is not great. It's your day. You want to be with the kids. I don't want to say which one, but you know, somebody in uh, somebody in the house that you live with sent us another video. They're very good at reaching out. This is some Father's Day uh, video, and I don't know. I, I think it's post meal. This is for outdoor dental. Post meal. Let's take a look here because I think you've got a toothpick going, and there's something 
Is this an Oz? I think that's hard. the gift. That's your like what your wheel bag. You got there. You got some two, getting some pork or something out of your teeth. There's the shoveler. There's a shoveler. What do you got on the front of the barrel there? Warts. So there's liver spots. Is that from all the booze you hammer? It's warts. Were you doing some uh, drywall? <laughs> Looks like some drywall mud, maybe. That is full capacity. Yeah, you're, there's not a lot of room left in there. No vacancy. <laughs> it almost doesn't look real. Oh, he's awake. Jack likes it. Jack doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Outdoor.dental is the website. You don't, you can have fun with your family without falling asleep because when you have sleep apnea and you have snoring issues, then you're not getting quality sleep. Then you're tired all the time. And then stuff like that can happen. Not good. Dr. J Patel, maybe he could do something about that barrel, but let's start with the sleep apnea. Yeah. Let's start with your snoring and we'll go from there. Uh, snoring treatments, two 15-minute treatments, increase the tension in the soft palate, reduces snoring. It's non-surgical. It's pain-free. They use the Solea laser that they have in the uh, the, uh, the dental office. They use that for their regular dentistry. No needles, no drills, no stress. This is the way in this new day and age that you do dental work. And why not get your snoring treated while you're there? Easy peasy. Outdoor.dental. Dr. J. Patel. Great guy. Book yourself in for a consultation. Go see what it's all about. Maybe it's not for you, but I'm betting if uh, if you snore and you just know it, clap your this hands. is going to be your thing. This is going to be. Yeah. If you snore and you know it, clap your hand. Um, social media is something, eh? Me? Eh? Well, that's how we learned about the submergible or the submergible, well, yeah, depending I mean, who you're talking on from that. Oh. Um. Rhett and I kind of talked about Noah Hannafin yesterday. I heard, we had it on driving Flames up. Flames and yeah. Noah Hannafin, are you all concerned? This sort of thing. And as we had said, like Chris Johnston, he said, oh, it sounds like maybe Lindholm, uh, but uh, the Noah Hannafin. Uh, probably looking at a Hannafin trade as Hannafin is looking to move elsewhere. Not, not going to sign long term. So then, of course, we panic on social media. So it's, okay, so Noah Hannafin. Guess he doesn't like Calgary. And uh, okay, so then Goudreau did, I guess, didn't like Calgary and Kachuk. So that's three guys now mm. that don't like Calgary. And you know what's in common? You know what? They're all Americans. Oh, Americans don't like don't like Calgary. So you know what we need to do? Don't draft Americans. Don't ever draft Americans again because they don't want to come here. Yeah. They, they come here and they don't want to be here. We don't. We want guys that want to be here. So we can't draft them. I and you know what? I, 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 you better trade Coronado. Whatever you got they, in the system right now, it's American. You better get him out while you get can still get something for him. Otherwise, they're going to put you over the barrel and you're going to be left holding the bag. And uh, you know what? You just better bring back former Flames, guys that did like it here. Find yeah, out who man. played here and liked it go. here and you bring them back because then you know that you're, uh, you're, in a good, you're in good shape and you'll be just fine. It's June, hey? Or maybe Noah Hannafin just maybe wants to change. Maybe Noah Hannafin hey. has like, hey, I like Calgary, but I know the cap's jumping a ton. I ain't signing shit this summer. Yeah, I'm trying to make more money. So if you're asking me to sign this summer, the answer is no, because that's my right to wait till free agency. I've been working my ass off for seven years to get to UFA. Why am I just going to give that up? Yeah, I could make five, ten million more on a long-term deal in a year from now if I just wait. 
Yeah, and and we don't we only hear bits and pieces here. They may have exchanged numbers, and he was okay to resign, but he wants a number. The Flames are like, that's not a number we can do. So oh, okay, yeah, I'm not yeah. resigning. It is June. The players have all the rights here. They can do what they want. Like yeah. you're a year from UFA. You're absolutely. It is your full right, and no one should shame these guys if they want to just see out the end of their contract. So if. For, for Flames fans, if they keep him, go into next year. So don't trade him, you're saying. Don't trade yeah, him okay. now. Keep him. Go into next year. Hey, we're going to try and see if last year was an anomaly. So many things went wrong. It can't happen again. Let's try and get back in. And then you lose him for nothing next year. Oh, I don't Flames fans are not, you're not going to be happy. Well, it's just kind of contradicts right? what Connie said, yeah. right? Uh, but, but just, you don't want to lose another guy for nothing. Yeah. But if you, tr- if you trade him now... Yeah. What do you, what needs to be in the trade for, for you to be happy? Cause I saw all kinds of things. Well, who's mm-hmm. going to take, well, you'll get a top six, you get a top four defenseman in the trade. You get a top well, 15 pick. You'll get this, you get but that. Then, yeah. uh, but then don't go too young. Cause you don't want guys too young and you don't want guys too old because then I want gonna, young. You don't want too many Americans. You don't want yeah, this. You can't have Americans. I think that the challenge that Craig Conroy is in is that like listening to you guys yesterday, I think Rhett makes really good points. If you had full control of the ship, this is a really good time to say, are we loading up to try to win something now, or are we going to get young? The challenge is, if if the marching orders are what they've been for the last ever with this majority owner, that's not his marching orders. His marching orders are going to be, be competitive, but also he'll know he has to get younger. And so he's trying to walk this tight wire of getting younger, but also remaining competitive. And to Rhett's point yesterday, tough to lose a top four defenseman and feel like you're not losing a bit on the competitive side. But... You also are freeing up some cap space. You also have other assets that you could move. I don't think if you're moving Noah Hannafin, you aren't finding another D-man somewhere. You can get younger and, you know, also remain competitive. But that's that's hard. That's that's what Craig's got in front of him. How do you do that? It's tough because on one hand, the argument is you'll get a lot for Noah Hannafin because look at the market. Look what's available for a defense. Yep. But then here you're kind of saying, well, if you get rid of Hannafin, you'll find a defenseman. You'll get a guy that comes in. Like it's Well, you won't get a Noah Hannafin. I, I would want to suggest sure. that. Yeah. And so what I think you want is someone that could play number four. Because I feel like between Shillington and Tanev, you can't be 100% that A, Tanev's going to be healthy or that Shillington's going to come back to normal. Now, I, I think it's probably reasonable to suggest that for large portions of the season, that'll be a fine second pair. But you just have to expect that Tanev's going to miss some time and that there'll be some hiccups along the way for Shillington at some point, whether that's early because he's been off or just because there's a lot of uncertainty around. We don't really even know what happened. He just needed time. Uh, so do you have someone that you could bring in that is a good third-pair defenseman but in a pinch could play second pair for a month or two? That's the type of player that's going to help them bridge to someone that either they draft this summer in the teens or a young player that comes back in a package or just buying time for guys that you're trying to develop at the American League level. Who, who's done a good job? What team has done a good job of bridging? Boston. They had Chara old Bergeron. I don't know if they've been bridging. They've been a top team for a decade. I don't know. But, but they've is. also, they're doing what the flames are trying to do, which is they know they have guys longer in the tooth, but they've also done a good job of finding ways to get young players in. Now they gave the last couple of years, they've been selling some first to bring in some guys, but I just look at the way 
that they've gone about their business. And I'm like, we thought they should have plateaued by now age-wise, but they still have a pretty decent stable of guys that aren't really old. And they've done a good job of bringing goalies in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've done some things at free agency, like maybe Taylor Hall doesn't work, but Linus Allmark looks like a great free agency signing. And it hasn't been like full get young, but they found a way to lose Achara and not be worse. And I feel like if when Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci are gone, there's going to be a step back. But by then, they'll probably have found another young forward to come in there. And, and I like I look at the a lot of the moves they make, and I'm like, that's impressive because it's not like they've drafted tremendously well, but yet there they are, still competitive. I, I mean, I kind of agree. I, and I'm just kind of because I'm trying to struggle. I just think over the years of guys who have come in here and given you quality minutes in terms of defense and you had four board, but he was kind of a deadline guy, right? You got Schlemko years ago off of waivers. waivers. Stetcher came in and played pretty well. Deadline. Obviously we saw what happened with, uh, in Columbus now, four times four. Good Branson. Good Branson. I, 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 I wonder if that's the easier move. Go find a five that can play four for a couple months if you need. And it. I'm with you. I like Stetcher. I guess red, I'll ask you, I don't know if we talked about this necessarily, how big of a risk is it for Conroy? Let's say you're going to move away from Hannafin and maybe you don't get a top top four minute muncher, quality proven NHL guy back. Mm-hmm. You are putting faith that Oliver Shillington is going to come back. What's the level of concern for you that he can get back to where he was? What... What was the problem? When you, because just, when, when you go back, what what truly was he? Yes. And what is he away from Chris Tanev a year and a half ago? He had yeah. one year. One. Yeah. It was He's a played massive one breakout. good year. The it. rest of it, you were like, you're squinting. Like, so to say, what's he kind of come back as? I don't know. He only he could have been a one and done kind of season if he'd have stayed. I I don't know. It's not like he's put together three or four years of quality hockey, like Erasmus Anderson, right? No. Like he's still young. He skates like the wind. I like how he played the last time we saw him. But not before a sure that, there were a lot of issues with him. I, I, I think you're, you're betting on the tools and hoping that the environment's a more nurturing one for him. Um, no, I guess not even for him because he wasn't in it last year, but we don't know how, if those were things are related or not, but, the last you saw him, he was a guy in his mid-20s where everything clicked with the right partner. That partner's still here. His tools aren't gone. He's still going to be a great skater, right? He's not going to forget that. Uh, I sort of thought as the season went on, his his game sort of fell off a bit two years ago. He had a couple ugly hits into the end wall. But look, you're asking him to be a four. And could you find a 4B if he doesn't pan out? And Because I don't worry about him if he has to play your third pair. And to be fair, there's a lot of teams where it's like, yeah, we only have three top four defensemen, and now we're at the deadline. Let's go find the fourth. Uh, so what are what what are we looking at pairs wise? Just off the top, I, I think it has to be Anderson Weger is your top pair. Those are your top two defensemen if yeah. Hannafin's gone. Tanev is your right side second pair. Shillington had his only great year in the NHL next to him on his left. You put those two together, and then you've got Zadorov plus whatever you have back, whether that's Michael Stone or Troy Stetcher. Or if you think Gilbert's got another step in there or someone else in the system can step up. Or, to be fair, a guy you signed for a million bucks on yeah. a one-year deal that can be a 6-7. Uh, I don't worry about the third pair. It's, it's it's what Rhett's worried about. Who can play that second pair if one of Tanner or Shillington is in there? Yeah. 
there's Sorry, there's concern on like with both okay, of those stop. guys. Let's just just stop for a second. What are we doing? We're slapping a team together again. Kind of. Um, I mean, not, not kind of. We are. We're going. Oh, hopefully, we can get this. I'm not. I don't think Tanev is going to make it through the year. Is my opinion. It's a. I think he's been beat to piss, and I think, sadly. Once a guy of his style of play gets to a certain style of age and suffers the type of injuries that he's had to overcome over the last 18 months, the road to recovery is yeah very minimal chance that he's that's my opinion. I'm I'm very good at medicine, but I'm not a <laughs> professional. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss so mike there's a huge concern there shillington you don't know what he is to begin with and now what we're doing is what you can do and what teams do do you okay are we any good i don't know but we can't be bad so let's no, no, I think it's just Let's spend a little here and fill this hole and try and tweak this. And We're both with you. Right? It's a, no, it's I'm not so... a plan, though. It's not a plan. But it's not... what the owner's telling him to do. No, we that's don't know fine, that. Then. That's if, that... mean, if history's taught us I'm anything. just saying if you trade Hannafin, what do you need back? Do you yeah. do you need a guy or are you happy with that pairing? Because I'm with you. I'm with you on Tanif and I have nothing to back it up other than just watching guys who have played. And I feel like Shillington is kind of tied to him that Shillington's success is related to whether or not he's healthy. And if he's not, is Shillington, is he fine? Is he now? What is he? Is he a five, six or is he another year closer five, to being six, a top pair guy? Of what you're trying to do with a five, six, but it, I can be wrong. Yeah, I don't. But my whole general thing is, sorry, I don't disagree what you're saying, Pinder. And if those are the marching orders, those are the marching orders. Yeah. But it's exactly what we talked about. Please don't do this. Please. Have a plan. Have a please, long-term, please have a five-year plan, just, right? Yes, let's have yep. a better plan. If you're trading Hannafin, fine. Restock the shelves. Yeah, well, and look, there's been a lot of suggestions out there. You move Hannafin, you get a pick higher than theirs in round one. You get two picks in the top 15, top 16, I should say, in this draft class. That's 
that could be the stocking of the shelves you're talking about, Rhett. And if you get lucky or, you know, moderate luck and that second pair is okay, you might've done what we just talked about, which is walking that tight wire. But we had, there's a lot of ifs there where right? well, that's, I think we're all in agreement here. This would be a really ideal opportunity to get young and say, don't obsess about the playoffs this year. You've got a great opportunity to sell high on a lot of guys. So let me ask you this. I think I asked him yesterday. If in fact, and you're handed this, if Hannafin doesn't want to sign, so you're going to trade him and you make a Hannafin trade mm -hmm. and it's mostly picks prospects. You're getting youth back. Yeah. Are you now kind of pot committed to a rebuild? A re I know they can't say that word with how you handle backland to full, all of that. Are you now all in almost on a quick rebuild? Not necessarily. I think you have till the deadline to see what you look like. If this is a really good team and you're like, shit, we had, boy, that was, that worked out well. I don't think that you are necessarily. Um, and on the flip side, if it's just like, shit, we're in ninth in the West again, we'll definitely don't take Toffoli to free agency. Sell him at the deadline. Yeah. Definitely move Chris Tanev. Don't take him. Backland, you're selling a Selkie candidate type guy. Like sell him at the deadline. You have flexibility with those guys, but the two guys you can't fuck up are Hannafin and Lindholm because they're guys in their theoretical primes that are going to get max term. These are the most valuable assets you have. It's not a 35-year-old centerman. It's not a 32-year-old injury-riddled defenseman. It's not a roller coaster of a defenseman coming off 14 goals that is on his 15. The two surest things you have in the organization that you have to make decisions on are Hannafin and Lindholm. You can't screw those up. I'd love resolution on both of those before the season starts. The other ones, I can live with a little mm -hmm. bit of flexibility in season. Is that fair? And uh, it is fair. And the one, if Conroy's been handed an open, I don't know what terminology I'm trying to use, but Craig, this is your team. Run with it. Then the trading of 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 Hannafin doesn't become a huge issue. You can go do whatever happens with Lindholm happens. You can go into the season with the squad the way it is, and obviously you're gonna have to fill holes and put people in place to fill out the roster. But he might be in great shape 100%. because he will get be allowed to let's monitor this team. How are we doing? New head coach, bunch of changes, new players. Cap space. Yeah, we're not quite there. Let's, because you have great assets to ship, to restock, right? Like that's the, it's the marching orders that become the concern. Yeah. If it is and a win and get up back into playoffs, that's a tough. It's, that's, that's it's, tough. A, it's a good point. I'll, I know you're going to jump in. You, you're not just having players coming off the cap but you have players that are essentially coming off the cap, but you can get something legit oh, for yeah. them. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's just, well, at least we got that money back. We, we didn't get anything for them. I, I'll just, it's not to like Milan Lucic, like his cap hit is gone, but it's not as though you got something here. It's well, there's 5 million and there's 5 million mm -hmm. and picks kids. We get picks and what, whatever else coming in. Plus that 10, it's gotta be. Mouthwatering. So just to, to to sort of, I guess, put that into more concrete terms, Tyler Foley might not be worth more in his career than he is right now. 35 goals, well below market value, one year and it's gone so that uh, you could eat money and a, any contender can squeeze him in. 35 goal season last year? Like, we're talking career numbers here. High value. Lindholm and Hannafin, I would say, are having great, good to great years, not career years, but they've, they're very well established of who they are, what they are in this league, and they're the types of players every team wants. 
minute munching top four, a top 20 center in the NHL is where Frank put him uh, mm-hmm. when we had him on two weeks ago. I'm not going to rank the centers. Frank did it for us. I don't think that's a crazy assertion. Chris Tanev, if he's healthy, is a perfect defender to add at the deadline for a contender because he's a defensive wet blanket. He's great at that. Like stabilizing his partners, what he's been doing forever. And Quinn he's not Hughes, expensive either, Shillington. No, and he's a low note. And if you, again, you can eat on these deals that expire in a year because it's if you're selling this year. Yeah. If like there's a lot you could get for all those guys, and we haven't even talked about Zadorov coming off a 14 goal year or Vladar, who you're probably going to try to ship because you've got another goalie on the way. You could be sitting on a lot of picks and young players if you were allowed to simply rebuild or sell all these expiring assets. Backlund to a contender at the deadlines. It's the exact type of guy you try to add. And the other thing is, too, when you're talking about young players, unless they're really young, it doesn't mean you're accepting being bad. No. Sometimes you can go young and you'd be surprised. Look at Nashville this year. what you might be able to accomplish with some new younger players, some new energy. Uh, There was a lot of new guys last year, but not that kind of Not young news. Yeah. So I don't know. It just feels like if if you're if you're get, getting only getting young guys back in a potential Hannafin deal, well, now you're committing to to sucking next year. You get to watch it for five months. That's the thing. October, November, December, January, February trade deadline, and I think that's going to help Craig if you can get clarity on the two big chips. Then you can at least let the rest play out in front of you and be like, Jesus, Marstrom looks great. Uh, Shillington looks just or the opposite. Like man, like Tanev. Shillington, like we have two top four defensemen. Like we have to sell. You, at least yeah. you have a better idea of what this team looks like. It, because again, the other thing that's changed is the environment these players are in is different. It's a new coach. You did that for a reason. You, you hired one guy out of anyone available on earth. You got to let him try to put his fingerprints on this thing. If I was going to pitch a rebuild to the owner, I think it's pretty easy. The pitch, whether he says yes or no. Sir, you own a franchise that's certainly worth more than a billion dollars. That's what senators are worth. Uh, When you look at new buildings for teams and their franchise values, you see massive, massive jumps in what they're worth. Murray, you're a bottom line guy. You like, you know, making money, making good business deals. Why don't we aim to be excellent when that building opens in around four to five years? Because if you open a new building where everything's more expensive and the $10 beers are 15 and the $100 seats are now 200, and your team's a doormat and old, this ain't going to be the windfall you think it is. But if you have found a way to build a young team over three or four or five years into the opening of that, you might have yourselves a serious cash bonanza here because the team is young and competitive in time for higher prices for everything you sell. Your new profit center has a good team in it. That's the pitch I'd make. And two things from that. I think the other thing you could throw in there is we, we be be honest, we haven't been close to even getting to a cup final here, let alone winning one. It's a couple of trips to the second round. Yeah, that's how you want. haven't made it halfway mm-hmm. to a Stanley Cup championship. And I think maybe we've talked about this. I think if there's a situation or a time or a scenario where Murray might be willing to accept something like that is when it's Craig Conroy and Jerome McGinley trying to sell him this plan. Do you agree, Rhett, or do you think it's... I do agree, and one thing we haven't mentioned is the competition in the conference. Last two Stanley Cup champions. Out West. Yeah, and... Colorado going to be better? 
If if Vegas you had still going to be good, Edmonton, two more years of those clowns. Yeah, right. So like, at least maybe more. It's, it's you can't always time that out because other teams get better and other teams get worse. But it, it, it to me, it's not an ideal time to try and the you know who knows the best about it? The eighty mid to the Stanley Cup champion Calgary Flames team knows the best about going up against the best. That's a team that right they had to play mm-hmm. the Oilers all the time. It's my final every year, right? Yeah, and to be the best, you got to beat the best. But there's something to be said about massaging it. Yeah, and then it's. I think there's also just you know I agree with everything you're saying, Rhett. It's also just a zany tournament. Like Vegas missed this thing last year. They missed the playoffs. If we had to draw the arrow where that organization was pointing, it was flatter down. Leonard's hurt. They're down to no goalies for this year. But they didn't fluke this thing, right? I'm not saying they did. I'm just saying it's really crazy they how had year their, over year the results but that go. Was, bang, but bang, it wasn't bang, year bang, over bang. year. I mean, they made it to a cup final. They lost it. I mean, that was the one anomaly. They were building towards this really from the start. Yes. Now, you could argue they missed it, though, because you looked mm-hmm. at the age of these guys. And, well, Petrangelo's probably played his best. Stone's probably played his best, and he's hurt all the time. I don't think they Leonard's, missed it. No? Okay. I, I would have thought, you know. Neither those guys are not 30, 30 no i'm not saying they're old. bad and i don't want this to be an anze kopitar thing but if you had to pick the the age where mark stone is at his prime it's not probably not the year where he misses two months with a disc in his back you but know what i mean jack eichel yeah who has had some question marks too i think they're a really good team they missed last year it's a weird tournament i look more to the years where montreal went on their freak run Mm-hmm. Or whatever, right? I'm not like, saying they're fluky. I'm just saying when everything goes wrong, even for good, well-built teams, they can miss. Like yeah. Florida, sorry, Tampa went to the East Coast Eastern Conference Final three out of four years, and they missed the one year in the middle. That's a well-built team that we all thought was going to win and ended up did winning. It just when everything goes sideways. I mean, if you lose Connor McDavid and don't get net money next year, Edmonton could fucking miss. It's it's that weird of a league, and it's not the justification to say we're all contenders if the chips fall the right way, but it's just a reminder that what we just watched might have been the worst-case scenario for the Calgary Flames. They didn't get goaltending. The coach in the room didn't mesh. The new guys didn't find their feet or took too long to find their feet. That was pretty much the worst-case scenario, wasn't it? I'll do one thing. I'm just writing this down because I will forget it. But I want to tell you about uh, about something here before we go further. I uh, there have been some people, some fellas that uh, are kind of in my orbit, you know, thinking about this whole, uh, you know, getting settled, settled down, marriage, kids, this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, oh boy! And we kind of play poke fun about it. Oh, don't get married. But listen, if you're in that, I think talk to some guys. There's some real sticker shock over what it uh, costs you to go out and get a ring these days. Oy, oy, oy. I'm not in that market. I've, uh, I'm, I'm taken ladies. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, Try as they might. Yeah. So I've not been in the engagement ring market for quite some time, but yeah, it's, this is concerning. And I tell it that two guys, I was like, look, Vina Nova lab grown diamonds. You may not know anything about it. I didn't. Now we do. And it's the way to go. And I think that it's just growing and growing. Calgary has one lab grown diamond specialist and it is Vina Nova. Justin is awesome. He has the only store in Calgary that specializes exclusively in lab grown diamonds. 80% 
saving off of what Jeez. you're going to pay 75, 80% some cases. And now it may not always be, it's not right ac- across the uh, a board, but there's some real money to be saved. And we said, maybe you got a budget, you get more for that budget, or it allows you to save some real money and get that, uh, that ring that you're looking for. It's growing in a lab. It's like science, chemicals, and weird composition and stuff. It's just, you don't know what you're talking about. Do you? No, it's uh, Eye of Newton, tongue of bat, putting a Bunsen burner and a little beaker. And they you, know what they're doing. You Don't do one of these. Me. You hold it up, you look at it, and you give it one of these. Then you put it back on there. That's what Justin does in the back. I don't think it's that's got, what he does. It's got a big smock that he wears. Smock. Uh, com is the website. Their downtown location, second level Stephen Avenue place. This is the way to do it, folks. I'm telling you. Take care of your uh, take care of your loved ones. Do the thing, but take care of yourself as well. It's Vina Nova. It's a win-win, Dean. It is a win-win. Uh, before we go further, I just want to when for the Flames, the, the players have the leverage or have you know the hammer in this. If Hannafin doesn't want to sign, he'd, he'd tell you, I'm not going to sign. So you're probably going to want to trade him. If you are Craig Conroy and specifically Ryan Huska, you've been around this team for years now. If you have it in your head, we've talked about the room. What's wrong with the room? Something's not right with the room. How do you how do you fix it? I don't know. Is there a scenario where you can maybe slide one of these into a deal where you can maybe try to address some of these other things where it's, yeah, Hannafin goes, but you know what also has to go is this goes as well in that deal. And, you know, maybe eat money, maybe you don't, maybe we take some of your bad money for one more year, whatever the case is. I wonder in trades of this magnitude, because you would think if you're moving Hannafin, it's to a team that feels like they're close to winning. Can you sweeten that pot a little bit that if your roster isn't as strong, maybe you're addressing some other things. So you're suggesting that the Flames would eat some dead money, bad money from a team or the other team would eat some of the Flames? Better? Whatever it is, whatever works to get that deal done, if it addresses something that's going on in your in the room. room. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. I think that's what you're trying to do here. If you know there's issues and you aren't trying to address them or resolve them, you're not doing yeah. your job here. I, I don't know that it's easy because I think the view from a long way away is that the issues are the guys that have huge money and huge term that the hardest things to move. Yeah. Like I, like if it's like, Oh, Tanev's an issue. We got to get rid of him. Yeah, fine. There's one year left. Hey, now some Cadre's an issue. Oh, there's six years left. That's good. No, we're not taking that. We're a contender. We're capped out already. We're not taking your Cadre for six years. Is it six? Still six. Well, it's seven, but one's off. So six now. Thought maybe two or three years slid by there without me looking. Felt like it last year. Do you feel like Huska and Conroy have a good read on what's going on in their retro? I do. Yeah, I do. Not to say you can fix it or fix That's it in one off season or or whatever, but Huska, I think they, I think they've got it. How can't you? They've been around it. They've been immersed yeah. in it for better. Well, Connie for a long, long time. Huska for what five years or so? Like, That's yeah, they know what's going on. It's just, does their plan to fix it result in success? Does it work? Everyone thinks that they've got the right. Like mm-hmm. Danny Briere thinks he's got the answers in in Philly. Jury thinks he's got the answers in New York, right? Like, there's no one out there that's going. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I guess 
Like Jimbo's gone. And to be fair, if you're the Flames and you're the owner or you're John Bean or you're uh, Don Maloney, delicious baloney, uh, mm-hmm. like th- these are the people you put in place to fix this problem. So, I mean, if you don't think these guys are trying to diffuse a lot of the issues that happened last year, I don't think you're making all these changes. Yeah. Of course, you're making these changes and to address them. To the and young sometimes kids yeah. you have, can the young kids that you have move up and make a difference? That might be the biggest. All this other stuff we're talking about, oh, move Kadri, move Huberto. Maybe he can't. Oh, well, we can trade back. Yeah, There's lots of pieces to this puzzle, but if you can't, if the guys that you have in your farm system aren't good enough to play, you're screwed. Yeah, like if you have significant production, like good steps forward from Pelche and Dewar and Coronado as an everyday NHLer, that's a quarter of your forward group. And that yeah. probably allows you to look at your other forwards differently. Like, well, hey, now, I know Toffoli's a guy that's going to open a hole for us, but Coronado's filling the net quite a bit here. This This might be the perfect time to sell a guy like that. Now, if Coronado's not, it makes that harder to do if you're trying to remain competitive in the yeah. short term. Yeah, and that's that's what we haven't discussed at all, and that's probably as big a it's a well, yeah, it's a huge piece of it. Oh, we're gonna go young. They can't play NHL hockey. <sighs> okay. Yeah, like I said yesterday, I oh. like the the good young players. I really like. Mm-hmm. If they're young, that's a bonus, I guess. But mm. if you could get those young ones that are really good. The ones that are good at hockey, not yeah. just young people. Yeah. yeah. Well, and to be fair, like Connor Zary had a really nice step forward after an injury injury riddled year prior, and he had some really weird COVID season start stops, Western League, AHL, Western League injuries. Like if he wants to be a part at some point, that'd be really helpful. Uh who else was I just thinking of? Like there's these are the sorts of trades that sometimes can you can hit home runs on. 100%. Because you would think, how how do we possibly get these young players? Well, you got to draft them or whatever. Well, sometimes these de- these deals happen. And we'll sit here sometimes. Remember how he became a blank, a, a member of this team. It was back however many years ago in that trade. I, not to, like the Aginla thing, right? It was, mm-hmm. how do you get Jerome Aginla? Well, you traded away a stud who didn't want to be here, and you hated to do it at the time, and no one really cared for the deal at the time, and uh, worked out okay. And I'm sure there's others. Um like the the Philip Forsberg deal. Mm-hmm. He's been unbelievable for Nashville. Well, how'd you get him? Well, you had Washington who felt they were really close and needed this a fourth liner. They needed Martin Erat really, really bad. So they went out and got him. If you can find a contender that feels like they're one top four defenseman away, they'll start justifying moving a lot of valuable things that aren't going to help them win that year. That's his challenge. Craig's in terms of like, yeah, who are you going to talk to? Craig, we know you're listening Is and watching. Listening? If you want to stop by the studios. <laughs> right there in Martin Loop. It's cold out. You're not golfing. Yeah, you're not golfing today. Return Rhett's calls. He's available. Uh, what? Kids are out of school in a couple hours. They're already out. Coffee's on, Connie. Yeah. Coffee's on. Uh, we're going to do the Pinder Report here in a moment. But before that, I just wanted to uh, give you a heads up specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not doing a Betway bet today. Good. I got you. And Kikuchi's pitching today, so I'm sure Jack's throwing something. So that's good. Yeah. Um, Maybe not tomorrow. Okay. What's today? Did something go wrong yesterday? Um, Because you always sometimes it's you just need to kind of reset your focus and reset the dials. Okay. Um, Yeah, probably probably need to reset. 
Look at, you know what? Yesterday, last night, I was sitting in my little office there at home, and you could say, as uh, we're about to show you, I took a long, hard look in the mirror. Hmm. Lone bet today, Toronto at Miami, Jose Barrios. Last seven starts, a 1.81 ERA. But on the other side, Brian Hoeing, I believe is the guy's name. It is a spot start. He is a reliever. He has not fared well in the limited starts that he's had. Toronto minus one and a half to get a little plus 105. I'm putting it all together. That's how confident I am. And that's a fair ball. So might as well be comfortable. And Solaire sends this one out to left center field. It gets out there in a hurry. And it cleared the wall. Cooper, left center, drops in, base hit. Well, he's going to have himself a four-hit day. Put together these good streaks. Up the middle and through a base hit for Joey Wendell. That's in the right center, and that's down. Nine-nothing lead. And that's going to sneak through there. Not done. Five-game stretch, there he hit just like that. Here it is. And it's popped up to Amaya at second base. He makes the catch. It's a Marlins win. Brian Hoeing, I believe, is the guy's name. It is a spot start. He is a reliever. MVP candidates <laughs> called strike oh. three. And he gets a strikeout right there. Two outs and a cold strike three. Ground ball after ground ball, no walks, pounding the strike zone, strike one with every hitter. Efficient as you can imagine. He did as, as good as we could ever imagine. It was awesome. Okay, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> There's a lot to like there or dislike for your bet, but good work. Did one bet to go all in. Reliever. It's a bullpen day. It's a bullpen day. Spot start. Just throw the I'll throw this guy out there. Brian Hoeing sounds like a gardening company. Brian Hoeing? What are we what? what are we talking about here? So uh join us at the end of the program today for Ryan Pinder's uh bet we bet to the day. We're gonna play the hot hand and stay away from the Jays winning anything. <laughs> so bad and now eleven nothing. That's uh, baseball. Yeah. yeah. Been a long time since the Blue Jays uh have been shut out. And it had social media explode last night to the tune of uh, this guy. We're, we're they're firing the manager. Fire the manager. Fire the manager. Fire, the fire manager. everybody. Get rid of everybody because this is unacceptable. Don Mattingly's right there. Yeah, fire him. Now, do we know if has that happened? We don't no, know. No, I, I think there's a lot of people speculating today, but no one that's actually attached to like you know we're an insider in Major League Baseball said that. Yeah, and yet people keep retweeting the non-insiders' speculation. So uh, I, I I don't think it's happening, but. There's a lot of people yelling for it because, you know, Vladdy can't hit the fastball. That's obviously the manager's fault, right? And uh, he told Alec Manoa to not throw strikes, didn't he? Something like that. Uh, yeah, something like tough, that. That's tough. That's tough. You know what? It's when we say bet the responsible way, right? Yeah. That's, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, take a little breather if you need These to. These are uh, recommendations. Do those later. Be smart. Yeah. Be smart about it. Time for the Pinder Reported presentation of Village Honda for the entire month of June. Village Honda, collecting recyclable pop cans and bottles for donation to the Cochrane Containers for Critters program. Ooh. Help them help pets. Stop into Village Honda today with your donation. With that in mind, we have some of Rhett's Critters in today's panel. Ah, good. Stay tuned at the end for that. We'll start, though, with Milan Lucic. 
the world's most intimidating power forward of the late double O's, early tens. Right, yep. Oh, the Flames have agreed with uh, his air agent, Jerry Johansson. Hey, go ahead. Talk to people. Go ahead, Jerry. Remember when uh, Brad Shirley? Not allowed to talk to people. Uh, Milan Lucic, allowed to talk to people. Apparently, a little bit of interest in Vancouver. This is uh, for our boy, Rick Dollywall, from the Donnie and Dolly Show. I'm checking. That makes sense. I'd be I going guess. home. They've Don't just freed up all that there. cap space from OEL. You may as well burn that right away, right? Yeah. Mm. Probably want to go like where a, he's going to win. Right? You pick, pick, maybe maybe you want to go home, I guess. It's nice win. to go home, too, isn't it? Win or home it is probably be. what he's thinking. You really want to? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Go win. Go win. Hey, you know what? Looch, under all the circumstances, turned out okay. Because you were already kind of, you know, with the whole James Neal thing. And, and you Jimmy. Know, the other thing, if Jimbo was still there, you might be able to suck a seventh out of these guys okay. for negotiating rights, couldn't you? Yeah, I don't think so. Let's move to other kinds of flamesy news. Sean Monahan's re-upped with the Montreal Canadiens on a one-year deal, just under two million bucks. The Flames, of course, packaged Monahan with a first to take him and uh, what once felt like a discount salary uh, off their hands last year to make room for Nazem Kadri. Now, of course, that wasn't necessarily ill-advised. Monahan would had another injury-plagued season. Uh, the player we thought could score 30 in his sleep every year has long since passed, and it's really not his fault. It's injuries have really taken a toll. That's how last year ended, too. There was a thought they could sell him at the deadline for more picks. He was hurt. Boy, There's still a chance for that whole shape. thing to work out, Retro. There's still a chance still for chance. that whole thing to work out. Imagine Cod- if they hadn't traded him and they had $7 million of free money and, and the first rounder. Back. <laughs> yeah, but you sure would have missed Nazem Kadri against the Blackhawks down the stretch last year. Okay, uh, other buyout news. Uh, Zach Cassian and Patrick Nemeth put on waivers today by Arizona. Looks like their time's coming to an end. Why pay guys when you cannot pay them, right, Arizona? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh. If you want Zach Cassian, there's really going to be available. I don't know if I need. Maybe five years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to baseball. Lots of baseball. Not a lot of hockey. Sorry, Rhett. Might lose you. Here's the, here's the uh, rumors of rumors. This is a former Leafs beat reporter, Howard Berger, multi-sport athlete or reporter, I should say. He's suggesting Don Mattingly is going to replace John Schneider. This is the smoke you were alluding to. Um, no one near the team, though, suggesting this, which is probably crucial in this whole thing. But that's how it works when you have your sources. Sources don't say, hey, I'm a source. Well, I hope this guy's in the source. because I got I loose lips. Don't sink ships. Uh, as for yesterday, it was indeed Luis Arise, the former twin who just hits, 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 uh, 102 hits this year. That's more than the Yankees have from people not named Aaron Judd. It's an incredible year. He had five hits yesterday against the Jays and yeah, was back over 400 ret for the season on his batting average. That uh, feels like a number. Did I see it's his third five hit game of, I mean, you're hitting 400. You're gonna have to have some monster days. He has more hits. Than the Yankees? Then all of them subtracting Aaron Judge's hits. The rest of the Yankees, eight of them, less hits than a rise. Which is how you hit 400, I bet. You got to be good. Uh, Okay, so we move from there. We love walk-offs, right? Yeah. There's there's special places for walk-offs, too. Here are the Giants against the divisional rival Padres at home. And you remember what's out just over the wall at right field? Let's This will remind you. The video here is... We have uh, Yastrzemski. Nothing like a. Extra innings, three run shot, 
into McCovey Cove, comeback victory. Good place to be there yesterday, I think. Oh, baseball. Staying in California, they've got other good baseball players too, not just young Yaz. But uh, here are the uh, Los Angeles Angels leaders on both the hitting side and pitching side, just to see what's going on with the Angels. Uh, let's show the hitting stats first here. Uh, Otani, 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 Otani. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. So he's leading them in on-base, slugging, on-base plus slugging, hits, runs, stolen bases, RBIs, home runs, and average. Also, there's one other there. I can't see what it says, but uh, yeah, he's very good. Very good. Uh, but what about their pitchers? Let's see there. Um, hmm. Otani, 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 Otani. That's ERA wins, shutouts, whip, batting average against, and uh, innings. Not bad. Feels like he's going to make a little money this winter, Red. Free agent. Come on, Jays. Get him. Pick yeah. him up. Half billion. Let's go. 50 times 10. Pitch and hit. And has never played a playoff game. No. And uh, and is on the same team as Mike Trout. These things do not seem possible, but it is baseball. Odd. A few more for you. Let's go to minor league ball. This is big time minor league ball season, Rhett, and we love minor league ball. Why? Because we get crazy manager ejections. We get hammered fans. We get all kinds of amazing things. Let's start with our first minor league baseball clip of the day, which I believe. Okay, look at how jacked up this guy. He's twitching, he's spinning, he's licking, he's biting, he's chomping. <laughs> Big twitch. Oh my God. Got him. Jacked up. 18 coffees before the inning. <laughs> Haven't seen. Jesus. Just got to get amped up to get that last strike. Uh, we'll stay there. I believe now we have a bit of an umpire player disagreement, Rhett. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, it ended well, at least, at least comedically. This is awesome. So player gets thrown from the game. Goes to the dugout. And obviously, said a magic word or two to get him tossed out of the game. So Metzger has been ejected here. Uh, now Metzger garbage, sir. is not done yet. He's he's going to do something here with a garbage can. And oh, he puts it right where the umpire stands. And he put the garbage can behind home plate because <laughs> he's kind of relaying to the, your trash. Yeah, that's what your he's garbage. Saying. Your work has no in value. not so many words. That's yeah. what he's trying to yeah, get across there. I think he got this point across. Yeah. Finally, uh, fans at minor league games, you, have, you, have, you ever see the beer pyramids, right, where they stack up the cans oh, yeah. or, the, or the snakes with the glasses? Had a great one going here until somebody screwed. Oh, jeez. You know, All that work. <laughs> the birds. Throwing birds now. How's it about a scrap? That's tough. It's a hell of a shot. Do that at Stampede, you go home with a stuffy. <laughs> Do that or a black eye. Maybe both. Uh, last couple for you. Rhett Shoveler sent us videos of your cats again. Remember, okay. you had the cats doing pottery yesterday. I love cats. We've got uh, the cats getting into some mischief. Now, I don't know what this is, if this is flour in the kitchen or what, but your cat <laughs> dumped its head in there. And I, it looks like a hell demon. I don't even know. He's got a mustache. What the hell's happening? Whiskers. Whiskers. Now, is that Memphis, Rhett, that they got into the powder there? No, that's, that's not Memphis. Memphis is great. Oh, that's for that. <laughs> that's right. Come on, Ryan. And uh, then I think Memphis had kit kittens because 
Memphis was gray. Here are the kittens. They're getting in the way of Rat's workout. We got some video of it. There's a lot of cat videos. <laughs> Sorry, Rat. Oh. Look at the squats. He's getting nice and low. <laughs> that is uh, your pin report for this allegedly 20th day of June. It can't be that late in June. How did we get here? All right, this is uh, dog days, eh? Yeah, this is yeah. Uh, brought to you by village honda you don't get road trip ready everybody's getting it ready for the summer head out the essentials the detail starting package at 79.95 from village honda service all makes and models stop in meet their award-winning service department they're worth the trip it's village honda your one-stop automotive destination in calgary they're your dealership for life should have seen anthony off the tee yesterday some monster he'd be a bomber eh big boy yeah you never said how you did. We were eight under, which with all the sandbaggers out there, not even close. Lots of cheaters. Sixteen under one in like six degrees and rain and wind. Sure. Did you get anything? Zero any, one. What were the came second? Any prizes? Uh, no, there was. So we did. We were not in the prizes. Any gifts? Uh, the steak. I got a steak, which you said was awesome. Not the best steak I've ever had, but not the worst. Good steak. Oh, you were saying uh, it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Said it was a really good steak. It was a really. Good. Yep. What happened to Frank? Frank uh, tomorrow. Frank tomorrow. Well, you said today, yesterday. I know, and I got a text late last night, really late for him because, as you know, Eastern time zone. True. Uh, apologetic. Asked if he could do Wednesday. Had something on the go today. He's off to the draft right away here. He's in on the weekend there. There's the a lot of guys because we've been kind of plotting our strategy, I guess. We're in Nashville so next week. Are, guys are going on Sunday. It's like, dude, the draft. And leaving set. Holy full week. Book your IVs. Book your casket. A week in Nashville? I don't know. Oof. What, the, what are the oiler guys always have to leave? What are they what are you doing there on Sunday? Do they even have a first round pick this year? I don't what are, they, what are you doing down there? What are you guys doing down you there? Doing? Frank said there's a big dinner on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Guess you guys for... weren't invited. Guess not. Yeah. You want to do your betway bet? Uh, you're on the hiatus. I'll I'll do my best here. I'm gonna try to learn from you, Dean. Not doing it today. Yesterday didn't go well for you, and I'm gonna I guess try to learn from your mistakes. Of that'd be great. Betting on the Jays to be good when right now they are in a bad bad way. Lewis Arise had uh, five hits yesterday. Yeah, we saw it. Uh, Betway bets. Get your Betway app on your phone. Play along. Bet the responsible way. Have some fun with All it. Right. right? Okay. And to whatever whatever Pinder has for you here, suggestions, recommendations. Don't, Don't go put your mortgage yeah, on this now. Okay. Just have some fun. So Arise, five hits yesterday, yeah. over one and a half today, total bases. A single double wins this, never mind multiple singles, plus 125, like that number. And Guerrero is in a bad, bad way. He's uh, the cooler right now. Under a half hit, so no bases today. You can take a walk, can't get a hit, plus 145. Doesn't feel good making these bets, but that's the way things have been going here. Arise red hot, Guerrero ice cold. Those are your Betway bets of the day. There you go. Betway bets. Thank you to Betway, the official betting and gaming partner of Barn Burner. Uh, you're going for soup, soup retro. Tape. You have uh, what plans do you have for this uh, grade eight grad? Do you need to get a tux? Do you got to get a uh, haircut, shoe shine? I was I wasn't even going to go, so I'm completely unprepared. But yeah, yeah, somehow yeah. I'll pull it all together. Maybe I'll shave. Just leave the mustache. Shave everything else. I think your kid would appreciate that. Maybe. It's not really, summers are tough times to pull the stash off. Mm. Feels like late. That's a late fall kind of deal. Well, if, if, I guess. I mean, 
people don't recognize Pinder anymore. That's where he's at. That is true. With the hair and the beard and that. He's running into people at at social events. I'm show you my media pass. This is so good. Who are uh, say, uh hi, how are you? That's uh, Ryan Pinder. Oh, oh, hey, Ryan. Look at this clean cut idiot. I don't think anyone can Who's that nerd? <laughs> is this a what? Who is this? Who are you? Is this a mid uh, midlife type of thing? It was. Now I just don't know where to take it. So yeah, for sure it was a midlife thing. But you know, because you were even kind of sculpting it. Just kind of quit for a while. Yeah, you're I need to go today. If we get any more meetings canceled, I'll go shave my beard. Today. Oh, <laughs> I think you look great. Thanks, Dean. Yeah, I think you look great. So tomorrow on the show, Frank Saravalli, our NHL insider. Good. Yeah, we'll see what he's hearing. Uh, we're, there's a lot of chatter out there about Noah Hannafin. Almost too much for there not to be something going on. Look, I mean, round ones in eight days. On. Yeah. If you're going to turn him into a first rounder, like there's your window. Yeah. And as is always the case, there's a lot of teams came close, not close enough. They got things to do. Do you have a pick? Do you not need a pick? What do you need? There's, uh, I think that there will be. We say this every year, and I don't know if it's necessarily wrong every year, but it does feel like there could be some things shaken in the next week. Frank said it last week. There's two times a year this trades get made in this league. Deadline and the week ahead of the draft. Yeah. Here we are. Retro, appreciate you, bud. Thanks, Dean. We'll chat tomorrow, Rhett. That'll do it, everybody. Have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.